This is Financially Fit Radio with Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Corey provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Financially Fit Radio with Corey Sickles. Hello and welcome back to Financially Fit Radio. My name is Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Wealth Advisors. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, just give us a call at 614-760-0670 or visit us online at safeharboroh.com. While you're on our website, click on that radio page. You can check out past shows and subscribe to our program on Apple Podcast, Amazon Music, Google Podcast, or Spotify. Also, feel free to visit our YouTube page by typing in Safe Harbor Retirement Group to watch videos on different financial topics. And please don't hesitate to reach out to us if you have questions or if you want to set up a face-to-face or virtual meeting. And remember, all meetings are complimentary with no obligation. Well, today what we're going to talk about really is what's the best way or should you actually maximize your Social Security benefits? There's a lot of things to consider before you trigger those benefits. We're going to kind of focus on that topic today. But before we dive into that, let me introduce to you my co-host this week and every week, and that's Tony Shore. Tony, how are you today? Well, I'll tell you what, Corey, I've never been better. I had a great week, spent some time with the family, um, watched some football. I'm glad football season started. I'm getting ready for my, uh, you know, my uh, uh, league draft. So my fantasy football league drafts, oh, I mean, yeah, two different yeah. leagues. Oh, yeah. So getting ready for that. Other than that, you know, got some stuff done around the house. Uh, got to see the kids this weekend. They came home for a while. You know, all, th- all three of ours are out of the house now. Uh, this is the week uh, Anna's moving to uh, into her college, uh, going to school for nursing. So that's it. We're empty nesters. What do you think about that? Yeah, yeah. You have to f- figure out what you're going to do with all your time now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It seems like I'm busier than ever, Corey. That's the problem. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. Well, yeah. How about you? How was your it, week it, and it, weekend? It was good. It was it had a good week. Um actually had a little trip out to to Las Vegas for the weekend. Um Yeah, I heard. Didn't lose any, you know, didn't lose any money went out there for a birthday celebration, so that was fun. That's nice. I, yeah, I heard you and your wife. You mentioned you went out there and uh, some other folks, uh, some people I know as well, some other financial advisors you got together with for a little yeah. birthday party. That's great. Yeah, yeah. You know, you only can handle Vegas for a couple of days. You know, I'm not a big Vegas guy because I don't gamble. Um, so yeah. that's, yeah. I like the shows, though. And I, I heard you saw Beatles Love. And I, I have did. seen that show. That's a great show. The music in that show is phenomenal. It is. I've you know I've always been a Beatles fan, so it's always you know it was good to go see yeah, that. Yeah, me too. I'm a huge been kind of wanting to do huge it. Beatles fan. Anybody who's a fan of the Beatles and their music, which should be everyone, uh, any of our listeners who are who haven't seen the Beatles Love Show, that's worth a trip to Vegas, in my opinion. Yes, yeah. it is. It is. It yeah. It, it definitely is. And uh, you know. Kind of nice to go out there for a weekend, yeah. relax a little bit, and now come back and start focusing on work. 
um, you know, fall's coming pretty quick here. Yeah. So uh, we're going to start to get really busy here back at the office as well. Yeah, so. this is a busy – we're headed into the busy season for you. So it's good you got that yep. trip out of the way. So what are we talking about today, Corey? Well, you know, today, Tony, I kind of want to just talk about just, you know, what, some, what are really some of the benefits in order for, you know, for a lot of our listeners out there to maximize your Social Security benefits. It's always, of course, when we start doing – in you know, you can't develop an income plan um, – without Social Security, because it's really the foundation of any type of income plan that you're going to, uh, you know, the big question is, is always, when should I, you know, take it, right? Um, yeah, you question. know, I actually went out to the Social Security website and uh, 34% of people that are that have claimed Social Security took it at age hmm. 62. That's a lot. The, yes. The next big one. Uh, the next largest one is age 66, which is about 18%. And then the third largest uh, is actually, you know, the third largest is at 65. So, you know, if you add that up over, you know, over really over, see, 34, 40, 46, 56. And uh, so about 74% of the people were taking it before the age of 66. Wow. But now that's, that's, uh, that's a lot who are taking it early. Yeah, you know, if you're if your full retirement age is age 66 and you file it basically at age 62, you know, you're losing around 25% of what you would actually get, you know, from your full retirement age. Um which means if it's $1,000, you're only going to get $750. And I know a lot of people run, you know, they do all this break even analysis and all that type of stuff. Yep. And you know, in most cases, you know, if you wake up around 78 or 79, um, and you didn't choose 70, you, you, now you're, you, you definitely chose wrong. So, sure. um, the break-even point's always around that age. And it's, of course, it's different depending on if you're married, um, cause there's some maximization that we can do there. But one of, here's one of the things that I would definitely do if I was a you know, listener out there today is before you trigger social security, I think you'd want to be educated enough to know. What are you possibly giving up, depending on when, whether I want to take it at 64, 66, 68, or 70, or whatever that those numbers are. But we have a Social Security maximization report that we can provide you that's going to give you a bunch of details of, you know, what's, what's, what is the difference to me income-wise, depending on when I want to choose to take my Social Security. You know, you only get one time at this, Right. You get one shot. You just want to make sure that before you take it, um, that you understand what you're possibly giving up the longer you or your spouse lives. Mm. Yeah, and I know that a lot of people just think, well, if the earlier I take it, the more I'm going to get because the more checks I get. But you made a great point. If you live past a certain point, uh, then you made a mistake. So if our listeners out there have not yet filed for Social Security or just recently filed, they need to come in and see you or or go to a financial services professional who can run the, I know you have a social security maximization report and you can look at their personal situation because like you said, that's really what it comes down to. I mean, obviously if you have severe health problems or terminal illness or don't have long lifespans in your family, maybe you do want to take it early. Or if you're forced into retirement early uh, and you have to have it, that's one thing. But if you're healthy and have longevity in your family and are still working, 
uh, that's a whole other case, isn't it? It is. And that's something that you might want to look at it, yeah. you know, in order to, to let, you know, delay those benefits. Um, obviously the longer you wait, the higher light, you know, the higher income you're going to receive on a month, you know, monthly basis. And, uh, you know, and here's the other issue that a lot of people have too, Tony, if you know, if you file before 62, and if I look at these numbers here, around 46% of the people file before the age of 65. Um, so odds are, if you do file before the age of 65, um, that means you might have an issue of going, you know, of actually going out and getting healthcare insurance as well. Yeah. Um, because obviously you don't get Medicare until you turn 65 and depending on what your spouse doing really kind of depends upon what you're doing, you know, from, from, from a med, you know, from a healthcare standpoint, you know, uh, obviously social security eligibility in most cases, um, most people take it at the same time. Uh, you know, maximizing those benefits can also help manage those healthcare costs in, in retirement as well, because let's face it, social security is going up on a month, you know, it's not guaranteed to go, but you know, last year went up 8.7%. Mm-hmm. Probably this year, it's going to be probably closer to two or 3%. But you know, Medicare costs on average are going up around four or five or 6%. Yeah. So in order to, in order to kind of keep up um, with that, you need to, you know, you really need to make sure that you're maximizing those benefits because healthcare, you know, Medicare costs are going to just keep going up as you kind of go through retirement. Is your point there, Corey, that if people who take it at 62, who file for Social Security early at 62 and take that reduced benefit, when there is a cost of living adjustment, and let's say this year it's 3%, you're only going to get a 3% increase of 3% of that smaller amount. Whereas, That's exactly right. Whereas so, I mean, you would have gotten uh, a bigger uh, a percentage, a 3% of a bigger amount had you waited. Um, and so if you can afford to wait, uh, that's maybe what you should do. Is that your point? That's exactly right. So, you know, if you're, say you're going to, say you get $1,000 at the age of 66 and you file at age 62, you get a 25% reduction, which means you're going to only get $750. Sure. And then that $750 is, and if you got a 3% cost of living increase, Tony, then it's going to be 3% of the $750 compared to 3% of $1,000. Yeah. 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 So that's another thing people need to take into consideration. And But you're not saying no one should file early, right? No, no, no. A- everyone's situation's different. Um, depending on, you know, what you're doing, what you're trying to accomplish, how much money you've saved, that's also a big impact as well. And then let's face it, here's the biggest part is what does your monthly budget need to be when we start actually developing income plans? And a lot of times what we'll end up doing is an income plan based upon when you think you want to take it versus maybe maximizing the Social Security benefits. At the end of the day, what's going to give you the most amount of money to be able to uh, have in your nest egg or potentially pass on to your beneficiaries? So that's something we definitely want to be able to look at for you. But but, but here's the big part. You know, we just kind of, you know, talked about this, but Social Security is a huge inflation protector as well. Yeah. Right? Yep. Those benefits are probably going to go up. And then, you know, there's a lot of talk about reducing Social Security benefits and all that type of stuff, too. Um, you, you know, you hear that, and a lot of people are going, well, I want to take because I don't know what it's going to be. Is it going to be there in 2035? Right. Well, if you're going to get a 25% reduction, would you rather get a 25% reduction of $750 or $1,000? Right. Uh, a thousand. Right? Yeah. Or, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 
I mean, that's what you'd want to be able to do. So there's some still benefits to be able to maximize those benefits or take it at the right time. And, you know, we talked about Medicare going up or healthcare going up. Everything is going to be going up. And, uh, you know, if you're only averaging one and a half or 2% off social security a year, but inflation is growing at two, two and a half, three percent long term. You still might not be able to even keep up with inflation if you, you know, if you do take it earlier as well. Well, Tony, we've really been talking about, you know, some of the key things that you should think about before you actually trigger your Social Security benefits. Of course, we always talked about our Social Security maximization report that we can provide you. It can also help with inflation. But here's one I think a lot of people don't really think about is when most people give me a break-even analysis, they usually just look at their own lives. And if you're married, the one thing that you really need to consider is what type of survivor benefits might your other spouse receive as well. And one of the things Ah. that we can take into consideration when we run our maximization report is maybe your age difference, right? So there's definitely ways to be able to maximize those Social Security benefits especially if you're married or if you're divorced as well. Um, If you're divorced, been married over 10 years, then you might be eligible to take a previous spouse's Social Security benefits. Um, But I I think it's one thing that a lot of people really need to kind of focus on. And, you know, when we sit down and show you an income plan and show you the benefits of being able to delay potentially, you know, for your spouse to have some higher, you know, survivor benefits, it can make a lot of sense because let's face it, I mean, anymore, if you're 65, there's a 90% chance one of you is going to probably make it the age of 90. So uh, those numbers just keep going up. And of course, you know, whether you pass away or not, you you still don't want to put your spouse in a position because you didn't do the right thing when we start talking about maximizing income. Yeah, a lot of people don't realize that when they take it and how much their Social Security benefit is could affect the surviving spouse because... In a lot of cases, not all, uh, you know, things do change, but is still today in the majority of cases, the women outlive the men. So your your spouse, your wife will probably outlive you. And if you had the higher of the two benefits or have a potential to have a higher benefit, that's going to help her after you're gone because she's only going to receive one benefit, but you want her to receive the that's higher. exactly the two, right. right. I mean, uh, you want, yeah, you definitely want to have the... That's because let's face it, Tony. You're going to go from two paychecks to one paycheck from Social Security. Yeah, you want that. You want that. Yeah, new number to be as much as as high as possible because uh, they, they your other spouse is probably going to still need to make pretty close to the same amount of income that both of you were making when you were both retired. So that loss yeah. of income is going to have to come from one place, and that's your whatever you saved or whatever you have remained saving. And if you don't do it the right way, then that's where you can get into some issues about potentially running out of money. You know, of course, the longer that you do live as well. Yeah. Uh, Agreed. So that is important to consider your spouse, spousal benefits, and survivor benefits. That's exactly right. right? Um, You know, really what we're talking about too, Tony, is by doing it the right way, you're just going to be able to provide a little bit more financial security, a little bit of a safety net. Uh, maybe even a little bit more of a stable source of income in retirement, you know, for that spouse as well. So again, I think it's always good for b- both both of you to really come in, sit down with us. 
we can show you what those benefits are before you actually trigger those benefits. Yeah, that's important. So what's another thing people need to consider about Social Security before they file or uh, when they file? Well, you know, Tony, you can't talk any type of income plane without some type of tax efficiency as well, right? Ah, so, right. you know, if you do it the right way, not all of your, you know, Social Security, you know, can only be taxed up today up to 85% of whatever your income is on, on your Social Security benefits. And there's ways to be able to lower that potentially. So you might not be paying hardly anything on your Social Security taxes as well. Again, that's going to be taking a lot of planning when you come in and visit with us. But, you know, we, we say this all the time, right? Um, you know, it's not what you make, it's what you keep. And really, uh, yeah. at the end of the day, yeah. everyone that comes into my office, they never tell me what they make gross. They always tell me what they make net. Everyone has that mentality. Right. This is what I make net of taxes because that's what they use in order to pay their bills. That's what, exactly what, what you on. live on. Yeah. So you definitely want to be able to make sure um, that when you part, start putting together income plans, that you're actually taking tax efficiency into your overall income planning. And with that, again, Social Security is the foundation of your income plan. So, of course, that's going to have a that could have a big impact on your tax efficiency. You need to make sure that you understand that as well. Well, I think a big misconception that hopefully our listeners, they've if they've listened to the show in the past, they know this, but a lot of people don't realize Social Security can be taxed at all. And so, and, I, yes, and it can. Up you're... to 85% of your Social Security is subject to tax, right? That's correct. And I got a, I got, I do have a feeling at some point in time, Tony, it's going to be up to hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to get there. It's going to get there. In fact, uh, Corey, I have a, I have a sound clip for that. Or cuts to Medicare or social security. Yeah. <laughs> right. God right. bless social security. God bless social security. Yep. That's exactly right. But, you know, just like anything, you have to build plans as if you know what the, the laws and the regulations are today. And then, of course, obviously, you might have to change it if things do change. Yeah. But, you know, a lot of times when we start planning, you got to plan as with what you know today. And, uh, you know, we would do want to try to be, you know, as most tax efficient as we possibly can, you know, for those Social Security benefits. Yeah. And you taxes know, always come into play. I always find that interesting, Corey, no matter what the topic you bring up, uh, somewhere taxes are going to come into the planning aspect, aren't they? That's exactly right. You know, and, and, and one of the things that we always look at, Tony, is this. You know, if you delay Social Security and maybe you still retire, a lot of people think that I only can retire if I take Social Security. Well, if you've done a good enough saving, you might be able to retire and take some money out of your other retirement accounts or, you know, your savings accounts, you know, while you let your Social Security grow right? So by delaying those retirement withdrawals, um, you know, one thing we always look at is it makes more sense to trigger Social Security or take it out of your retirement accounts, right? And we're going to be able to, when we start building income planning, we're going to be able to show you that if you do option A, take Social Security earlier, you're going to have to take more money out in retirement later because you're going to have to increase your payments because of inflation. Yep. Right? Or what you can do is you can take money. Option B is you start taking money out of your retirement accounts, let your Social Security build, and then later on in life, 
You're making more money there and you got to take less money out of your retirement accounts. Mm. Right. Right. So when we start putting together customized solutions for you, we're going to be able to show you, does it make sense to delay some of your withdrawals from your retirement accounts or does it make more sense to take it earlier? Right. Yeah. And it might depend where you're going to make more money. I mean, social security rolls up at six and then 8% uh, a year. Guaranteed. Yeah. That's exactly right. Guaranteed. Whereas maybe your, you know, (laughs) your portfolio isn't guaranteed and uh, who knows, you know? Exactly. That's exactly right. And, you know, by delaying, you know, by delaying your, your benefits, of course, you might make a little bit more money. Uh, that's going to might give you longer term, a little bit more flexibility in your lifestyle. The more money you're making from social security, the less that you actually have to take out of your retirement accounts. And, you know, a lot of times, Tony, when I run a lot of these reports and things like that, I know everyone out there wants to retire as soon as possible. Sure. (laughs) That's what they all tell me, right? Yeah. Yeah. But sometimes it makes sense to work a year or two longer. Right. Right. Maximize those benefits. Let your retirement accounts grow a little bit more and then retire. But, you know, what I would say is don't be scared to come in and meet with an advisor like uh, like us. Um, you know, we're going to put together a plan to show you where you are today. How how can we what's the best way for you to get to where you want to when you want to retire? And at the end of the day, we might say, you know what, you can retire at age 62 or 64 or 65. Or we might come back and say, you know what, instead of retiring at 64, we think you should wait till 66. But until you go through the process and see what that's going to look like over the next 20 to 25, 30 years, you're not going to know anything because the the most difficult thing to do is to make sure you're taking money out of your retirement accounts at the right time, the right way, in the most tax-efficient manner. And that's really what you need an advisor to do. That's helping guide you to make sure that you're doing the right things to make to make sure that you don't run out of money in retirement. Yeah, that's the key right there. And that's the fear we all have. Nobody wants to run out of money in retirement and nobody wants their spouse or loved ones to run out of money either. So all these things have to be factored in. And so when you file for Social Security, looking at how to maximize it uh, is key. But everything you're saying today, Corey, just tells me Uh, you need to be working with a financial professional like yourself, a financial advisor who's a fiduciary, who's looking out for your client's best interests when it comes to even things like Social Security. I think so many so-called financial planners just want to uh, either sell you some type of insurance product or get you in 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 the stock market or in certain funds or certain investments but they don't also, you do those things, but you also look at Social Security, Medicare, health care, taxes. How do all those things fit into your overall retirement? Because they greatly affect it, don't they? they, they, they exact, you're exactly right, Tony. Everything affects that. Yeah. And that's why it's so important to sit down you know, with an advisor. We put together a customized solution for you or customized reports for you, and then you can make an educated decision on what do you think is going to be best for you. Excellent. Well, how can our listeners get a hold of you? We're almost out of time here, and I know that you you love hearing from our listeners. Yeah. For our listeners out there, just give us a call at 614-760-0670, or just visit us online at safeharboroh.com. We're here to help and guide you to make sure you make the right decisions with Social Security, but more importantly, to make sure that you have the right financial plan 
or income plan in place that's going to last your lifetime. Again, give us a call at 614-760-0670 or visit us online at safeharboroh.com. All right, and that does it for today's episode of Financially Fit Radio with our host, Corey Sickles. Join us again soon for another episode of Financially Fit Radio. Thank you for listening to Financially Fit Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, contact Corey Sickles at Safe Harbor Retirement Group. Call 614-760-0670 or visit their website at financiallyfitoh.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. We are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration, the Federal Medicare Program, or any other government agency. Calling this number will direct you to a licensed sales agent.